podcast? You can now find us on Patreon at The Lunapod, where you can show your support for the podcast for only $1 a month. Or for a little bit more, you can get early access and bonus episodes, contribute to our podcast segments, and receive exclusive video content as we film our reactions, reviews, and discover new K-pop groups. Head over to Patreon now to join the community. We can't wait to chat with you. Like Mark always says, Seasoning, this is for you. Hi, welcome to the Luna Pod, where we talk all things K-pop. I'm Brooke. And I'm Raquel. Welcome back to NCT November. This is our second group chat in the series, so make sure to listen to our 127 episode to catch up. Today, we are going to be focusing on NCT Dream. This episode includes everything you might need to know if you're wanting to become an in-citizen, We put a lot of time and research into group chats, but with so much information out there, it's impossible to list everything. We've gathered our findings and personal opinions as best as we could, so we hope you learn something new, enjoy, and decide to become in citizen with us. Before we go over NCT Dream as the subunit itself, we did go into NCT overall in the previous episode, but we will do a quick recap before we get into NCT Dream. Like we did last time, we're using this as a school system to make it a little easier. So 127 are the upperclassmen. They are the soul base unit, the OG NCT unit. Dream are the underclassmen. They're teens that would graduate out of the group but are now a fixed group. Wavy and NCT Tokyo, new team as what we're calling them currently. They are taken as an international class with members from other countries. They are the China and Tokyo based units. And NCTU are extracurricular activities that members can participate in according to their interests, concepts that suit them, etc. And they have an album every year letting members from different units collaborate. And as we always do group chats, let's talk about our personal ranking and thoughts about the group before we get into specific information about the group and the members. Let's start off with our group ranking. I don't know if I really have a ranking for Dream yet because they're the subunit that I know the least. I consider myself a very new N-Citizen. Honestly, kind of shame on me because I'm so into them now, but I'm still definitely getting to know Dream and I absolutely love them, but they are the ones that I know the least. So I don't really know where I would put them in a ranking. And with me, I still kind of take it as like NCT as a whole. So they're kind of typically like number two to three. But if I were to like separate them, I would put them probably somewhere in my, I don't know, like right now I'd say teens probably. Yeah, if you're considering NCT as a whole, that's a whole other, yeah. that's a whole other thing. <laughs> and moving on to biases, this is kind of a fun story. So I have trouble picking biases, right? And so we were going through one day, I think we were just choosing biases for a lot of people. And I was going through them and going purely off of pictures. I was like, oh, maybe this person, maybe this person. And then we started watching music videos and I was like, wait a second, wait a second. And Gino kept popping on the screen and every time he did, I felt like I could squeal like a little fangirl. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm being (laughs) dumb. He is very obviously my bias. So Gino is my bias, but I am going to give a huge, huge shout out to Hechen. I consider him probably a wrecker. We were talking about this earlier. I just have such a deep love and appreciation for Hechen. And I don't really know how to explain it because it's kind of different than like a bias or a bias line, but I just like really have a special place for him. And I feel the same way as you, like whenever I was first getting into Dream, I was very heavily leaning towards Hechen at one point, but I did decide that my bias is Jisung and my record, I'd say currently Runjin. His little skunk hair he had during Hot Sauce era, that changed my life. It looked so good on him. The like half, any time an idol does half black, half white, yes. like any mixture of that, it's already iconic. But yeah, his looked so good. 
I officially got into Dream during the glitch mode era, and that is definitely the music video that I remember the most. With Glitch Mode and all of their music videos in general, I just feel like they have a very colorful and fun vibe about them. And then they have very iconic, like, glitchy concepts, which, like, obviously in Glitch Mode mm -hmm. you see that. But I feel like you see it in a lot of their music videos where the editing is very, like, rewind for a second and go back. And, like, it's yeah. got a very specific style to it. But when I was first discovering Dream in general, Mark stood out a lot because I was like, oh, Mark in another group. Yeah. <laughs> We've said this before, but I, Mark is just a Superman and he is in absolutely everything and he just works so hard. And I feel like he's honestly an iconic face of K-pop overall, which I know might be a very big statement, but I'm it's, not wrong. It's true. <laughs> and I think when I was starting to learn about the subunits of NCT, whenever I heard or thought of Dream or someone was talking about them or like explaining them to me, they were kind of like the cute version of an NCT subunit, but also weird in the amazing NCT way. And I feel like to wrap that all up, just watch the hot sauce music video and like the concept of hot sauce, the sound of it, everything about that. That is what I like associate with Dream in general. So I got into Dream during the Raiden era. I briefly listened to them whenever I was first getting into 127. They were my main focus at the time. And around that point, I was listening to older music. So it was a little more cutesy than what I was really wanting at the time. But whenever I decided to get into them, like Mark 100% stood out to me. But then at a certain point, he ended up graduating. So he was no longer in the group. And then I was into Hechen, so talented, adore him so much. And then Jamin stood out a lot to me because like his blue hair, that was like amazing. It looked great on him. He's really good with like doing any kind of color. I think he could pull off absolutely anything like style Honestly. wise, look wise. Yeah. But I just overall, I think what stood out was how beautiful their voices blend together, like as a whole group. I think that is something that is slept on with NCT as an entirety. They have some of the most amazing vocalists and I mean, I'm honestly just as bad with this. I didn't appreciate their vocals mm -hmm. until recently. I was like, wow, they have some of the <laughs> best vocalists in K-pop. Like they are so amazing. So now let's start talking about the group itself. NCT Dream is a seven member group from SM Entertainment. They debuted August 25th, 2016. Their fandom name is N-Citizen or Seasony, just like NCT fans in general. Their light stick is called a Neo Bong, and similar to 127, they have the same light stick. Yeah, so these are the two units that share the same light stick, share the same fandom name. They're very much like together within that. Yeah, which is why like the whole upperclassman, underclassman thing makes so much sense because yeah. they're like on that same. Yeah. Yeah. As for the sound of their music, they started as kind of a young and refreshing sound and then became more mature. And we were just talking about this a second ago. I feel like their music before. I'd say maybe Boom is very, like, young, which, granted, they were very young, mm -hmm. so it makes a lot of sense for them. But I, personally, that's not my favorite style or sound of music. And then they kind of hit that, like, oh, we're starting to, like, mature and get older and stuff. And from that point on, really turned into more of that Neo sound that we're so familiar with. Even though I feel like they still did have, like, a flair of that Neo always. And I feel like NCT Dream is known for their humor and their variety of skills. Before getting into post-debut, let's talk about the boys. We have Mark Lee, Huang Renjin, Lee Jino, Lee Donghyuk, or Hechen, Na Jaemin, Jong Chunla, and Park Jisung. Starting off with the man, the legend himself, Mark 
He was born August 2nd, 1999, making him 24 years old at the time of this recording. He is a Leo and we always go over blood type because their blood type is like our zodiac signs and he is a type A and his representative emoji is a tiger. He ended up passing the global audition in Vancouver, Canada, trained for four years, and then moved to Seoul, where he started training at 13 years old before becoming a part of NCT. If you're trying to pick Mark out of the group, he has kind of a smaller face and features, a very sharp jawline, and very youthful eyes. He's also one of their main rappers, so that's a very easy way to pick him out. And for NCT Dream, he is also the leader. He's also a main dancer, a sub-vocalist, and the face of the group. So, as we always say, he's an all-rounder, an ace, basically does everything. And talking more a bit about his personality, he has kind of like a Gen Z humor. It's a little bit ridiculous sometimes, it makes you laugh. But even though his jokes are like, dumb, I'd say they're so funny. <laughs> Along with that, he is also laughing all the time, and he's just a very genuine person, very easy to talk to, and very likable. It's also been said that he's one of the most dependable members in the group. And honestly, I feel like, especially with Dream, this is where you kind of see his maturity as well, being the leader and the oldest. And it just shows like the different sides of him where he can be more mature when he needs to be. I feel like with him being so genuine and easy to talk to, I feel like, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of just making this up, but I feel as though if people were to be asked like what K-pop idol you'd want to be friends with, a lot of people would choose Mark. That's I mean, me, I would choose that's Mark. That's me speaking yeah. to the whole K-pop community right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but if we were in the K-pop queue, I would absolutely 100% yeah. choose Mark. I'd want to be his friend over, like, he'd be my first pick. If they were like, yeah. who do you want your K-pop bestie to be? Mark. Mark. And as a performer, Mark is one of the hardest working people I have ever seen in K-pop. He has an amazing stage presence and just has a very raw talent. And here we normally talk about fun facts, but we decided to leave most of his fun facts and most of the information about Mark on our previous episode, the NCT 127 episode. So you can definitely go over there to hear all about Mark and his fun facts and his nicknames and other fun information. But this man is just everything, period. Next we have Runjin. He was born March 23rd, 2000. So he's currently 23 in Aries, type O blood, and his representative emoji is a fox. 2000 liner. I just have to say, this is very exciting uh, because his birthday is just a couple days after yeah, mine. Yeah, I was about to say, y'all are really close. Yeah. And how he got into the group, he passed an online audition and got a call a day before the actual audition. And his parents ended up taking him on a three-hour train ride the next morning to make sure he got there and he passed the global audition in China. So shout out to his parents for being like very dedicated and like on board on with spot. this. Get on the train, we're going. Yeah. You gotta be there in the morning. <laughs> And he ended up training for one year before debuting. For visuals to pick him out amongst the other members, he has a pointier chin, small lips, kind of fairy-esque look to him, a small dimple, he's definitely a shorter member, and he has a birthmark on his hand. And I just have to throw this in there. If you understand, you understand. I'm calling this the Rie effect. So I don't know how much we have talked about this on the podcast yet. If we haven't yet, more to come. We got to see only one of and had the discovery that Rie is so ethereal in person. Like he's stunning in pictures too, but like seeing him in person was unbelievable. And I feel like when we see Renjin in person, it's going to have that same effect where you know he's a very like good looking person, but in person I feel like it's just gonna be mind blown, different, like next level type of thing. Which is worrisome for me. <laughs> when the wrecker accidentally becomes your bias. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
cuts cuts this clip. <laughs> so <laughs> cuts back to this clip in here. We saw a dream and <laughs> I don't need dots to connect. I really don't. His positions within the group are main vocalist and lead dancer, and his nicknames you'll hear sometimes are Prince of China and Junjun. That's cute. Mm-hmm. For his personality, he definitely has more of a blunt personality towards his members. And he's a member that's easily picked on by the others. But the second they take a break, he's back onto them. So a good balance. He's very in tune with his emotions and very good at expressing them, especially through different forms of like art. And you see that through his work with Dream. And I feel like all of that like wrapped up. I just feel like he has an old soul, which I know sounds kind of weird because they are not old at all, but... He just feels very, like, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily believe in, like, previous lives or whatever. But (laughs) if that's a thing, he's had many before. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know if that makes any sense to anyone, but just throwing that in there. And as a performer, he just looks and feels very natural. All of his lines are just very smooth and mesmerizing and has some of the most beautiful vocals. He literally just opens his mouth and, like, he has amazing. siren vocals like it's nobody's business. Mm-hmm. And some fun facts about him. He attended Beijing Contemporary Music School and practiced ballet and contemporary dance. So that's where we're getting like a lot of these beautiful lines, like stunning. And he is bilingual due to where he lived. So he's fluent in Korean and Mandarin. He's very close to Win-Win, a wavy member. He sent a message to his parents and thanked Win-Win for being someone who's always been there for him. And he's also very close to 17's June and the 8. And you'll kind of see like a few members having fandom names. Basically, every member of like any group kind of has like little fandom names, either the fans made up or the members themselves. So I kept a few in here. Also, flashback, because I swear I didn't shout out Johnny's and that's horrible of me since like he's literally my bias and I'm claim to be this fandom name so just shout out to Japan real quick i'm terrible like i don't think we did many fandom, oh, fandom names. names in that one yeah, yeah we didn't do many fandom names in that one but we'll yeah. save that for the next one two seven episode shame on us Jafam. Jafam. anyway runjin's fandom name is injulmi which is a type of rice cake which he created himself next member is gino born april 23rd 2000 Another 2000 liner. I feel like... Literally a month after, like to the day. Oh, that's so cool. So he is also 23. He is a Taurus type A blood and his representative emojis are a dog and sometimes a crown. I definitely see the crown more often, to be honest. Yeah, which I feel like his personality is very dog, but his representative emoji is crown. Yeah, like energy, dog, looks, crown. Crown. Yeah, exactly. SM ended up casting him in the street and called his mother several times. She rejected the offer without honestly talking to Gino, but after the opportunity came up again, his mother accepted since it's what he wanted. He auditioned and passed through SM Recruit and then trained for three years. If you're looking to pick him out of the group, he has curved lips, a bigger nose with a beauty mark, and he has a very sharp jawline. It's very like mature and manly type of look. Whenever I was getting into them, it literally was a shock to my system that he wasn't older than he was. He does have an older look, yeah. In, like, the best way, though. <laughs> I yeah. don't mean, like, an older look Not in a like bad way. Not like this guy looks old, but yeah. Right, yeah. Just mature look. For his positions in the group, he is the lead dancer, lead rapper, sub-vocalist, and visual. And some of his nicknames include Samoid, because he looks like that kind of a dog. No Jam, which I believe Hetchen ended up giving him the nickname because he joked one time that Gino wasn't funny. 
and then birthday boy. And he says it's his favorite nickname. Mark started calling him that during one of his birthdays and then it just kept going and it stuck. For his personality, he's definitely like way sweeter and quote smaller than you'd think. Like he's just very sweet, even though his looks tend to be a little bit intimidating, I guess you could say. He's also very confident. And someone mentioned him similar to Jaehyun. Even when he's being kind of chaotic, there's a calmness to him. He's also very confident. And like we kind of mentioned earlier, he just embodies dog energy, specifically golden retriever energy. And as a performer, he definitely has a very unique charisma. He stands out even when he's beside bigger idols outside of his group, like during collabs and stuff. And he has a very big presence in general. So eyes tend to be on him whenever he is performing including mine. I feel like that's what <laughs> happened when uh, we were watching those music videos and any stage, to be completely honest. I'm like, oop, there's Gino. And moving on to some fun facts, he was a child model and did a couple commercials, and he was also a child actor. He had brand endorsements from ages five to six and again at 10. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. He originally debuted, well, okay. And now I'm just thinking, it's so interesting that his mom was like so like no K-pop yeah. idol when he was like a child actor like yeah, so like in did, this world already. Yeah, he did some things before. Like I don't know if she thought he yeah. was too young for like something that intent. I don't maybe, know. Maybe or maybe like wanted to continue down more of an acting path or yeah. something like that. I'm not sure. Anyway, just kind of interesting. He originally debuted as a vocalist, but then became a rapper as the years went on. He also became a trainee the same day as Jamin, technically beating him by three hours, and was schoolmates with him as well. He also helped write Dear Dream, 119, By My First, Best Friend, and Dream Run. He also had an ASMR channel called JSMR. I freaked out when I found this <laughs> out because I love ASMR and that is where some of my, well, as one of my old biases, like qualities that I really, really love and it's just very like sweet. So that was fantastic. And again, it was kind of a punch to the face there of like, wow, why did it take me so long to decide a bias for Dream? Some bonus points for him. Yeah, for real. <laughs> He was also Do Young's favorite member since the trainee days, which I just think is very <laughs> endearing. Honestly, can you imagine being like, well, I'm Do Young's favorite? Right. So <laughs> he can also play the violin and guitar. T, I used to be able to play violin, not really, but I played it for two years, see, regardless. <laughs> He's also allergic to cats, but has three of them. The names of them being Bonchik, Sol, and Nal. And sorry for the pronunciation of this, but he was announced as Faragamo, Faragamo's first global male ambassador. He also made a runway debut at Peter Doe's 2022 New York Fashion Week for Spring-Summer 2023 collection, which made him the first K-pop idol to open a New York Fashion Week runway overall. Yeah, so whenever they did this, he was the first one to walk out. Iconic. That is he so cool. amazing. Do you remember that day? Mm, yeah. No? Oh, yes. That day. Oh, yes. That. That day. That day. Thank you, Peter Doe. <laughs> Thank He's you, done Peter Doe. right by Gino and Johnny. <laughs> Thank you, Peter Doe. Next member we have is Hechen. He was born June 6, year 2000, so he's currently 23. He is a Gemini, type AB blood, and his representative emoji is a bear. I think we've discussed this many a times, but he is so the bear emoji. His mom actually encouraged him to audition, thanks mom, and he passed the weekly auditions, and during that time he sang Baby by Justin Bieber. <laughs> That's cute. That's so him. <laughs> yeah, and he ended up training for two years before debuting. For visuals to pick him out amongst the other members, he has a small heart-shaped face, full lips, and usually very golden skin. For his position in the group, he is the main vocalist. And for his personality, he loves skinship very close with everyone. Like, we were just watching a dance practice or, like, yeah, 
dance practice for their recent NCT Nation stuff. And like he would joke around, be silly, and immediately turned around and like hugged a member. Oh, and like we he was were... always in the background hugging someone, yes. touching someone. We were dying laughing because he literally like <laughs> storm walked, jumped, ran, whatever you want to say, up to the camera, did some crazy dance move, like such high energy, immediately toned it down, turned around, latched on the 10 in a hug. <laughs> it was so funny. We were dying. So yeah, if somebody's near him, he's probably like touching them somehow. Like even if it's just like a finger. And he definitely jokes around a lot. He's very quick witted and definitely the mood maker of the group. And as a performer, he has such amazing charisma, very captivating. And he just makes everything look so effortless, just insanely talented. And he's someone I really look forward to like a solo career. I really hope he eventually takes that route. Not like judging the group necessarily, but I want him to venture into that eventually because I know I'll I'll love it 100%. Yeah, agreed. Because like, first of all, his stage presence in general would make for such a good soloist, but also his voice is one of the best voices. (laughs) Like, I, I don't know how to explain this because it's like his tone of voice is so unique and so beautiful. And I feel like every single time he sings, I'm always like, oh my gosh, his Mm -hmm. vocals, like without missing every single time. When it's good that his voice is so unique because it makes him stand out a lot as well. And it adds so much to the group overall. Mm -hmm. Similar to Mark, we did keep his fun facts in the 127 episode. So definitely go check that out to learn a few more facts about Hitchin. Next member is Jamin. He was born August 13th, 2000. Wrapping up this little 2000 liner we've got going here. That's a shout out for myself. Uh, (laughs) Making him also 23 years old. He is a Leo type AB blood and a bunny representative emoji. He was street casted while doing volunteer work with his mom. I love all of these like moms tied into their stories. That's adorable. It kind of off camera here, but I feel like that embodies them as a group so much. Yeah, like just them being little kids and like, I'm with my mom. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, I mean, because quite literally when they got into NCT, they were were kids. Yeah. For visuals, if you're looking to pick him out, he has a very sharp jawline and very strong brows. We were talking one time and honestly, he is the definition of duality because he is like hot, hot, but then he has like the prettiest smile. And so, yeah, just he's stunning. I feel like maybe the actor of the group. Okay. Yeah. We yeah. have like our little looks wise. Yeah. yeah. In case you're wondering what we mean, we usually say that there is one idol in every group that gives actor vibes. Like they could go on the big screen right now and jump into a role. That's kind of what we're talking about. For a position in the group, he is the lead dancer, sub-rapper, sub-vocalist, and visual. And his nicknames include Minnie, JJ, Nana, and Coffee Addict. <laughs> I love how all of those are. Yeah, for real. Those are all like so cute. Like Minnie, JJ, Nana, and then Coffee, Coffee. Addict. <laughs> <laughs> for his personality, he's very funny and can definitely have his chaotic moments. I feel like that's NCT Dream in a nutshell, to be completely honest. But he's also very affectionate and kind can also be stubborn at sometimes. Definitely just like boyfriend material overall. And as a performer, he's very charismatic when he jumps on stage and has a lot of fan service. He's really good at lots of different concepts. I think we kind of mentioned this before, but I feel like he could honestly fit any concept and do anything like really, really well, but he really shines in bright concepts and brings that brightness through the camera. He's also gained a lot of confidence and it definitely shows. And moving on to some fun facts about Jamin, he was schoolmates with Gino. His fandom name is Nana Dungis, and his favorite movie genre is horror. He used to be a speed skater in middle school and got second in national competition. I didn't even know there was national competitions for speed skating. That's so cool. 
Like, I knew there was, like, like what's the, that called? Like, the female, like... That's whoosh, roller derby. You roller derby, But isn't yeah. that... Hold on. Speed skating with, like, Like, ice or... He's the ice. ice oh, ice. that's cool. And like his nickname suggests, he loves coffee and apparently used to drink six cups with four shots per day, but then took it down to two due to the fans being very concerned for his health. Which, like, why would they not? Like, I love some coffee. Yeah, but, but six cups six with four cups? shots per day? That's a lot okay? of caffeine. <laughs> he was probably just up constantly practicing yeah. and was like, listen, this is the only way I keep going. <laughs> He also acts in a webtoon drama called The Way I Hate You. Actor called it. He also took a break due to a mental health issue in 2017. And he also joined the My English Puberty 100 Hours Variety Show, where he studied seven hours a day. Which is like such an interesting thing. Yeah. Like. To have a variety show where you're about like. About studying? About studying. I mean, like, I, that's smart, to be completely honest. But Yeah. Interesting. Next member is Choma. His birthday is November 22nd, 2001. So happy birthday. He's 22. The day this is released, it's his birthday there. And for us, his birthday is tomorrow. Also, because time zones. (laughs) Yes. Also, can we just shout out November 22nd, where he is now 22? Our numbers. It's an extra special birthday from us, Chelma. <laughs> and he's on the Sagittarius cusp, and he's a type O blood, and his representative emoji's a dolphin. The dolphin emoji is so ironic, but we'll get to that in a second. Now, SM heard of him and emailed his parents asking if he was interested in becoming an idol. His dad recognized SM and knew who they were, so he sent Chelma for an audition. He ended up training for only two months which within SM, at least at this time, was the shortest training period alongside Super Junior's Kyuhyun. That's crazy. That's insane. Some raw talent right there. Yeah. And so basically he had to practice chewing gum over a hundred times to be like ready to go. But Wow. Yeah, he did it. And for his visuals to pick him out against the other members, he has a square jaw, but also a round face at the same time. Bigger eyes, has a mole on both ears, and a very contagious smile, like big smile. For his position, he is the main vocalist. And then for his nicknames, Lele, Dolphin, because of his laughing and screamings, very Dolphin-esque. <laughs> Which is where his representative emoji is yeah. hilarious. <laughs> and Chinny. For his personality, he's known for giving spoilers often. He's kind of mischievous and gives off like stirring the pot vibes <laughs> <laughs> and always kind of exposes the members. But he's also very introverted and feels drained within large groups easily. So crickets for being in the biggest group ever. (laughs) But he manages. It's like, is it a nightmare or is it a dream come true? I'm not sure. (laughs) But he can easily keep up like energy when he's around those he's close to. So it works out. As a performer, he's a complete vocal powerhouse. Like, I honestly have no words for his vocals. He's very good at conveying his emotions and you can feel the passion through that. And everything about his performance style, whether it's dancing or vocals, is just super clean. For his fun facts, he was in the Shanghai Little Flu art troupe and studied vocal music. He won Elf Genie Award at age eight, National Outstanding Students Competition at nine, and National Award for Young Talent in China at 10. No wonder SM reached out to his parents. (laughs) Yeah, I would be searching for this boy. (laughs) He also participated in China's Got Talent, and he was invited to perform a solo in the Golden Hall of Vienna when he was nine, the youngest to do so. Like, this kid's a prodigy. Yeah, this is insane. 
and he released three albums and held a concert by 14. Okay, yeah, again, I I state the fact, and no wonder <laughs> SM was reaching out to his I parents. I feel like they were sprinting. Like, I just yeah. imagine them sprinting. They're sending, the like, country. an email every hour. They're like, hey, <laughs> hey, have you seen every, our email? Every employee in SM's yeah. like, okay, stop what you're doing. Email, email Chen's parents. <laughs> He studied at Beijing Contemporary Music School, graduating alongside Runjin in 2020. Overall, he is just a complete prodigy. He just has so many like random things connected to him. Like everything going we just for stated. Yeah. So on top of that, his grandfather is a Chinese billionaire, Zhang Shanshan, founder and chairperson of Nofu Spring, a beverage company and majority owner of Beijing Wantai Biological Pharmacy Enterprise. And for just like more reason, he's a prodigy. He has the same birthday as Uji, Kihyun, and Unkwan. So, uh, hello. Yeah, he was like born into prodigy. Like his whole life seems like a drama Yeah, for plot. real. That's Does what I was not? just thinking. Yeah. Like somebody make a documentary family... series about his yes. life. Yeah. <laughs> He also has a dog named Diggle. <laughs> Completely jumping out of this topic, he has a dog named Diggle. <laughs> it's just like the way we list things sometimes feels so random. It cracks but me up. But hey, this like, is the list we prodigy, got. Prodigy. These are our also fun his facts. Dog. <laughs> his dog, a prodigy. <laughs> and similar with Runjin, he is close with 17's Jin and the 8. And he met Jisung at International Children's Concert 2014 that aired on Chinese TV. And with, like, I feel like he is, like, I don't know, like, everything about him, again, is a drama and, like, the closeness with his family and everything. Yeah. It's just so precious. And, and also just, like, a very wealthy family. Like, his yeah. grandfather being a billionaire. That's crazy. Like, that's insane. And he ended up leaving the dorm because his mom bought a house in Seoul, so they live together and his aunt will stay with him when she's away. Aww. Just, it's so sweet. I love everything yeah. about this. Just, like, giving him a home away from home yeah. kind of a thing. And last but not least, we have Jisung. He was born February 5th of 2002, making him 21 years old. He is an Aquarius, type O blood, and his representative emoji is a hamster. He was casted from a dancing contest recruitment. He didn't know what scouting was, but his mom was a TVXQ and a shiny fan and was like, yes, you need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I love her being like a little fangirl and she's like, this is the life you need. <laughs> That's so cute. He ended up training for three months. For visuals, he has a pointed nose small but full lips, smaller eyes, and a very defined jawline, and super random, but he has very big hands. He is also the tallest dream member and one of the tallest in NCT in general. Which is so funny. He's like 2002 Macnae yeah, of he's dream. Really like the Macnae of, well, not anymore with the with new the unit. With the new unit, I but guess, was right? the, yeah, was the Macnae of all of NCT, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Towering above. That's iconic. Yeah, I think, honestly, he's probably the next tallest after Johnny. Mm-hmm. Without Lucas, I would think, right? Lucas was up there. So. I'd say so. Right now on the Luna podcast, we're saying yes. We're, we're claiming yes. Second tallest member of NCT. He's like, Question not. mark? He's like in the middle. <laughs> he gives off tall energy, though. He does. So, He's huge. There we go. His positions in the group are main dancer, sub-vocalist, sub-rapper, and maknae. His nicknames include Andy Park. Um, yeah, that's just his English name. And he also uses that as his Instagram handle. It's really just like the Andy. And for his personality, he's very reserved and doesn't like much skinship. And honestly, he's kind of like an awkward person. If you're just like watching them, he's kind of awkward, especially at first. But overall, like just very nice and funny when he's comfortable with others. And just endearing with the members in a very unique way. Whereas like some others are very open about it. He's like, he finds his way. As a performer, he has a very deep and smooth voice, so addicting, like 
there are songs where I just like will go back and repeat his part because I just love how soothing it is. Yeah, agreed. That happens with so many members of NCT mm-hmm. where I'm like, I need to listen to this three seconds of yep. audio on repeat <laughs> because I'm like astounded by the vocals happening. He's definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. And he's a very underrated powerhouse. I feel like, especially when you're like, oh, Macnay of like this large group, please pay attention to him. Like, are you kidding he's me? He's incredible. Like, so, so amazing. Like, I don't know if his title is tied to golden maknae enough but it needs to be because he truly is and i really can't wait to go to a dream concert and not take my eyes off him because well especially with him being so tall like you kind of just like naturally do that anyway but i'm I'm sad that we missed the last one but it was just like unfortunate timing and like we definitely want to see them next time because now we have like istj so yeah that's a really good album too okay come back around dream yeah thank you anyway (laughs) just very excited to see him grow as a performer and hopefully not too much taller. <laughs> oh yeah, what the heck? We don't need that. And then some fun facts about him. He was born in Seoul but lived in Busan for three to four years. He shares his birthday with TXT's Taehyung. We have a lot of like sharing birthdays with like really cool idols. Yeah, in this that's group. true. And he originally wanted his stage name to be Peter, which is like very interesting. It kind of fits him, but like Peter's Hetchens American American. Oh English. yeah. Hetchens English name so like mm. not that that would yeah. like confuse anyone or trip anyone up I'm just like why did you choose Peter yeah that is interesting Here like again it does kind of fit and he met Chunla at the International Children's Concert in 2014 that I mentioned earlier that aired on Chinese TV and was on KBS's show Dancing High instead he joined to make friends since debuting at such a young age at 14 he just really couldn't relate to a lot of other classmates in school at the time I can imagine. Like, that's got to be so yeah. hard because you are on a completely different life path mm-hmm. than all of the people in class with yeah, you. Yeah, it's like all the stuff that, like, you can kind of easily relate to people like you no longer can. Yeah. Like, I feel like we watch the dramas of, like, high school dramas where they're, like, just sitting in the corner and everyone's, like, goo ah over them because they're, like, wow, they're training to be an idol yeah. and they're just so disconnected. They're, like, I'm just so yeah. not in the same headspace as mm-hmm. you guys. And, like, honestly, even though dramas always take it way extreme, I feel like yeah. to an extent it's probably a little bit true. We're going to take a small break and remind you that if you're enjoying this episode so far, make sure to follow the podcast and turn on notifications to make sure you never miss an upload in the future. And if you'd like to show some love, feel free to give us a rating as well. We'd really appreciate it. Okay, so typically we have our mid-segments for the episodes, but since this is NCT November, we are doing Mark quotes. This week it is... Hey, y'all, listen up. No matter what they say, no matter what they do, we're going to resonate. <laughs> I don't know how to do the last <laughs> sentence of that. Mark, did I do you justice? I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, now that we're done with our members, we are going to go into post-debut. So, like we said earlier, they debuted August 25th, 2016 with the title track Chewing Gum, Pure Babies. If you watch this music video, I think... You will have to do a double take because they, they, I mean, they're all like, what, between probably 12 and 15 at this point in time? they were so young. So young. Honestly, this just kind of hit me that they're one of the groups that I feel like K-pop fans have really, like from fourth gen, have really grown up with because we saw them at that baby, baby time. Yeah, like they were all just like 14, like they were so tiny. And now they're so grown that like, I don't even think twice when you're like, oh, NCT as a whole, like they're all like same age group. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense, but I feel like from this generation, it's definitely one that we have grown up with. 
And this debut was honestly iconic. They were literally on hoverboards on their That's comeback so stage. amazing. It was so funny. That is honestly, NCT in a whole, but like... That's some know. talent. I don't know how they did that. For real. <laughs> I could not. <laughs> Again, just with that, that Gen Z vibes that they give. Within their first year, they released their first single album six months later with the lead single, My First and Last, which debuted at number one on Gone Album Chart. And released first EP We Young, which peaked number three on Billboard World Albums chart. And now going into some of their awards that they have gotten throughout the years, their debut peaked number two on Billboard World Digital Song Sales. They won first place on the hundredth episode of the show, marking first music show win for any NCT unit. They were appointed ambassador for 2017 FIFA U20 World Cup, which was hosted in Seoul and released Trigger the Fever for the tournament. They won Artist of the Year, Best Performer, Listener's Choice, and Worldwide Icon at 2022 Fact Music Awards. And they won the Album of the Year for Glitch Mode at 2022 Genie Music Awards. And very random, something you'll see with Dream is the original idea was graduating. So this was going to be a kind of interchanging group with different members, like cycling through. So once they were no longer a teenager they graduated out of the group once they hit 20 and like new people would come in because that was kind of like the whole vibe of nct in general was when they first started we talked about this in our previous episode it was supposed to be constantly evolving like, like an always adding kind of new yeah so mark graduated only two years after the group debuted and so a little after that they kind of decided like eh, we want him back and so they brought him back changed the rules of the group so it's not a like a revolving rolodex of members here they have those set members now i'm talking about their most recent releases they have grown up so much especially within the past like two years i'd say Mm -hmm. so I, i mean i've been loving their sound change and i think it's really fitting them very well And so we have to talk about ISTJ, their third album. Yes, this was just released, what, a couple months ago, maybe? And so to shout out a few of the songs, the song ISTJ, it's literally my MBTI. So I'm so sorry it was released for me. And that (laughs) is not me being delusional. Uh, No, that's quite quite literally literally your MBTI. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm claiming that song. And then SOS... A oh my gosh. Oh, we were yes. like dumb dancing in the car. You know that meme where it's like the cricket like up and then down the yeah. little bug? Like <laughs> Y'all know, y'all know. We were doing that and we were bopping to this in the car. The whole like hot, like desert, cold, like blizzard, that whole thing. Yeah. So that good. song is so good. Another absolutely incredible song is Broken Melodies. This is absolutely stunning. I feel like when I first heard this song, I didn't appreciate it in its full glory. And then it grew on me so, so much. I could not stop listening to it. It is so, so beautiful. Specifically, Renjin, Hechen, and Chunla ate this up. And they also, we have to throw this in there, did a KBS performance. It's the one with a lot of greenery. If you go and look this up on YouTube, they honestly have never looked better. Oh my gosh. Like uh, this... This album dropped, and we were just looking at like comeback stage or yeah. whatever, anything we could find, and we came across that one. I'm like, they. I'm like, I was in shock. Yeah, me too. Like, we know they're attractive, and we know they look good, but that was just like a shock to my system. Like, genuinely, they have never looked better. Yeah, <laughs> and they like they sounded incredible. It really like the camera. I feel like showcased them really well. Mm-hmm. It's just one of the best stages in general. Should can I say that? <laughs> yes, I will back that up. 
like during this time so overall the group's vocal dynamic we've mentioned it's just flawless and you can see that so well with this song it was like during this time i think i was like just watching a video and somebody had commented about their voices and just like what type of voice that they have so someone said like Renjins is very angelic Chunlis is very heavenly mark strong gino manly jisung like deep and tender and jamin's very cool but one i was like so obsessed with was somebody said that Hetchin has a lovebird voice. That is so that is accurate. so sweet. It's so accurate. I love it so much. So now, like, I just kind of think of that all the time. Yeah, I love that lineup. Whoever commented that, A+. plus. That's a wonderful way to put it. And another song. This quite literally changed my life, changed the trajectory of it, all of those kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would quite literally die for this song. Their voices were stunning. Just, like, the... Oh, you, the opening of this, I transcended. You have Hechen doing siren, whatever the heck. Beautiful in this little high, <laughs> yeah. higher pitched, yes. like beautiful in his voice. Mm-hmm. And then you have G-Sung's like just suave voice coming in like yeah. that. Took me out. Hold up. And the visuals. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Just watch the music video. I cannot. Ooh. Anywho, that's like the best song ever. Honestly, that whole album was so good. Really recommend it if you haven't heard it yet. So typically this is season-y story time where we talk about our experiences as NCT Dream fans. Um, we don't have any stories. We were thinking so hard <laughs> trying to figure out like what what do we have? And there's just nothing. We have we nothing. Yeah. We haven't caught a single event for them in Orlando. We missed their concert because we suck. We haven't bought any of their albums. Because also, fake fans, I, I guess. I don't think... Wait. I might have a... I do! <gasps> I have a story. Yeah. <laughs> I got one. Yay! I have a Runjin photo card. <gasps> Ooh. What one? I think it's the Dream the Dream 7 Cafe? The Cafe 7 Dream, I think. <laughs> you said which one? Shrugs. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him right now. <laughs> Did somebody buy... There he is! There he is! I found him. Yes, uh, yay. the Cafe 7 Dream, and I have the NCT 2021 Universe ones, yes. the yearbook type. And I think the Universe one, uh, our good friend sent us a little like box of treasures a little bit back, and yeah. I'm pretty sure she sent that. I think both, or maybe she sent this one at a later time, but I think both of these are from our friend. I believe we also... I mean, I guess this is kind of random, but I also have a coworker who really loves NCT Dream and was talking to her about that the other day. It was a lot of fun. I end up finding so many like K-pop stands in the wild, as you could say, like we don't realize we're both into K-pop and then something happens, like they see the phone charm on my phone or something like that. And they're like, wait a second. And then we like <laughs> talk about it for 20 minutes and then I'm like, okay, gotta run. But <laughs> that's a lot of fun. So even though we don't have a lot of story times for this, honestly, expect more in the future. Yeah, yeah we'll have more dream story times. Yeah, absolutely. It's only been a year, so we still have a lot of time to be racking up these stories. And we typically take some time in the episodes to talk about fan wars, but we don't condone fan wars, and no idol wants their fans fighting. We just kind of bring these up so that you're aware of anything that might come up if you're online, just based off of history. And to be completely honest, like, yes, groups have fan wars with fandoms of like other groups but a lot of nct you'll see it within their own group so a lot of times it'll be like 127 versus dream nct versus wavy and honestly it's just kind of because sm created 
multiple fandoms within one group. And so, I mean, it's just kind of bound to happen. Yeah, it's some of the most intense internal fan wars that I see in K-pop personally. And there's a lot of solo stands in the NCT fandom, like very intense solo stands, which like, I can't blame them too much. They're amazing people. But, like, love everyone, please. Yeah, like, I think we said this in the 127 episode as well. Love your favorite, but not at the expense of other members. We also mentioned this in the 127 episode. This is not technically a fan war, but NCT has really, really big issues with saucings or stalkers. So you might see some stuff about that online as well. But please don't let any of this scare you away from the group. Like, the only reason you will see these kind of things if you were just, like, online looking for it. Yeah, everything online is always way more intense than it is anywhere else, and it's very, very, very easy to avoid, so don't worry about it. Typical stuff if you're in a fandom. Before we go over our favorite dream songs, we just wanted to let you know that we have been doing content over on Patreon, so if you'd like to join us and watch along with our video reactions, deep dives into groups, get early access to episodes, you can find us there at the Lunapod for all sorts of exclusive content. So we typically do our song of the moment, but since this is a group chat, we are going to be doing our favorite song from NCT Dream. Mine are Dreaming and Poison. And mine is Broken Melodies, because it's absolutely stunning, like we said before, and Boom. I can't get this song out of my head and I forget it exists all the time, which is a huge shame on me because this song, I feel like you can't, you can't not bop. It's just like the whole like shoulder shimmy in the beat. Yeah, it's so good. Please go check it out. And then content we recommend if you're getting into NCT Dream is the Dance Telephone Challenge with Good Mythical Morning. I love that they collabed with Good Mythical Morning. Mark and Jisung's Mix and Max on Studio Choom. Again, like how we were mentioning earlier, like Mark, we know how crazy talented he is and how we were saying that Jisung's kind of overlooked at times. This like- Perfect showcase. Yes. Yeah. And Mix and Max videos are always so incredible. So you can imagine how amazing this is. And then Cafe 7 Dream where they were just kind of given different roles within a cafe. Super cute. And like we mentioned earlier, Gino's JSMR. And then Chillin' in the Dream, which was during the Hot Sauce era. And then Chilling in Our Youth, which was during Glitch Mode era. Chunla and Jisung's This and That. NCT Life, specifically Season 5, since that's the one that has Dream members in it. And I think that wraps up our NCT Dream episode. So much fun. Super looking forward to getting to know them more in general. Now listen, I've said this before, but these group chats are so dangerous because within the span of 24 hours, since I have been kind of tweaking this group chat template and looking into them, watching music videos, I'm now ready to rank them in my top five. (laughs) It's terrible. Oh, I feel like every single time we do these, my rankings is just always top. we We need to stop watching videos. I know, it makes it so hard because I just like love whoever we're talking about. Uh, help catch me next year being like an old nct dreamy just a quick reminder if you didn't know we are doing an entire nct november so make sure you listen to our previous episode the nct 127 episode and our future episode with wavy we're super excited we've been having a really fun time with this so we hope you're enjoying it as well definitely head over to instagram and let us know if you are also enjoying nct november with us i really love dream now I know, me too. They're really growing on me. All of NCT is, I feel like, okay, I didn't get into NCT for so long because I was so intimidated. And then it's like they latched on like a little leech and I cannot (laughs) stop (laughs) consuming NCT content. It's great. That's what NCT November is for. 
about to dedicate every single November to re-getting into NCT. <laughs> oh my god, NCT November? But next time, there's 30 days in the month we do a member a day. That's ambitious. With some gaps in between. Ooh. Stay tuned. As always, you can find us on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at The Lunapod, and on Instagram at The Luna Podcast for up-to-date information on episode releases and behind-the-scenes fun. We post all sorts of content, so definitely make sure to follow us and check that out. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye. Yeah, I think the rest I had, I don't know why I didn't have marks in there. Doesn't Mark. matter. That guy's just forever, yep. ever, always, <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's something he would say. What is age? I'm just forever, always, right now. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I hate that, man. <laughs>